intimate encounters. We have a very special guest, a friend of both of ours. That we actually met here in Bansko. Like two years ago, I think. Two years ago. Yeah. And when we met, she was just starting up her business. Which is called Compass to Connection. And it's this awesome business that helps heal and maintain connections. Helps you follow your heart and your desires. And now she's living in Belgium where you're from, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And actually has her own practice that she's working in. And she's fully booked and she's just killing it. And we're super excited to have her on our show. Yes. Uh, Today we're gonna be talking about playfulness. Curiosity. Yeah, and just like how that pans out in relationships. I don't know if you can tell, but like Sam and I are pretty playful normally. So we think we have quite a lot to say. Yeah. Um, But before we get into it, Minna, can you please like introduce yourself? And also, I just wanted to say, your name was Ina. Yes. We met you. So we'd love to hear a little bit about your name change as mm. well. Ah, okay. Yes. Hello. Yeah, my grandmother started to call me Mina when I was super young. And I really liked that name because there was even a riddle about it, about the cats and Mina, <laughs> which was was just pretty funny and then all my friends started to call me that as well and I changed it when I was starting to uh, look for work because I thought it was more professional and it just didn't feel right anymore when I also connected again more with the playfulness of mine and I wanted to you know just come back to that playful curious Mina and that's why I changed it back to Mina and it just sounds pretty good especially in Dutch it's coming from old Germanic uh, which means to love so it's beautiful connected with like the business <laughs> I think also it rolls off the tongue so well like mm. Mini Mar- well I want to say by well, my English accent I read it as Mini Marlo yeah, like, <laughs> like Mini Marlo <laughs> but I think yeah I think, it's such a, I think it's a great day we're actually talking about this kind of off camera before we started about maybe we might we might do some name changes ourselves. <laughs> maybe. maybe. We'll have to play around and find out. Oh, did someone say segue? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for introducing yourself yes. and uh, getting back to the topic at hand. Uh, the reason why we thought it would be a good subject is actually... Because we thought that in our lives, Sam and I are very naturally playful people, I think. I would say even she's one of the most playful, silly people I've ever met. Yeah, silliness in all corners of the day, of the house, of the... Room. Room. Anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so when Sam's thought of this idea, we thought it'd be cool to team up together with Minna because she feels a very similar way. And she actually hosts workshops on playfulness. Yeah, so I started to host um, play fight workshops because for me, it's really connected to this playfulness and we need the playfulness if we want to explore within intimacy or sexuality to just make it more a curious, fun thing to do and to also drop out of the head, you know, back into the body where the fun is going. During these play fight workshops, go back to the animalistic side of themselves 
where we are growling and rolling around and really it's a combination i would say between the animalistic parts the conscious meditative part because of course there are, are rules and you have to be mindful about how you're touching people and then also this childish part where you are really going back into that I don't know if you had brothers or sisters when you grew up but you know in the couch pushing each other off and bringing that energy back into it. So when you're when you're hosting these workshops is it just for for couples or is it for friendships as well? Yeah. Or how many like, people? Yeah, so the last time I hosted it, we were with, I think, about 20, and most of them were strangers to each other. So usually we do a build-up, so there grows trust in the group, and then we allow them to meet in a sacred circle, almost, where we open the circle, it's in silence, and then one by one, you can go and invite someone else to have a play fight session with you. And all the others are witnessing. They are just sitting there and witnessing for the few minutes that it's going on. So it's really a whole experience, uh, basically. Yeah. So could you maybe play fight with us? Could we run through? Is, is that possible <laughs> to do a short one? Or, or you could direct how we could do this? Yeah. Because I think that would be super interesting and yeah, maybe quite a valuable takeaway for our viewers to see kind of how you run something like this mm -hmm. well how i do it usually i would first of course you check in with your own you check in with the groups what are the boundaries like maybe there is no touching of breasts or genitals mm -hmm. and then you go up to a person we would sit in a circle so you you go up to someone and you just sit there in front of this person and we hold a hand on our hearts and we wait until they do the same without any communication okay when this person does the same it means that they are saying yes to the invitation yeah so then you go in the circle and then from that moment on there are not really any rules so it can be really just a combination of you two and it can be very sensual more like a dance of a contact improvisation kind of style or it can be like i said this really rough animalistic biting scratching growling howling like <laughs> wild stuff <laughs> Yeah, or it can be also just really, really softly and more with eye contact present all the time and moving really gently around each other and anticipating each other's movements. So there's never really like a goal. It's not really a goal to press someone down with the shoulders on the floor. It's mm -hmm. the meaning is just to explore, to experience, to be playful. And then when whoever who is playing feels that it's over, it's done for them they just take a distance again place the hand on the heart and it's over you go back into the circle without having again communication without bringing it up to the mental you go back into the circle and there is room for someone else to to go in yeah. wow you first described it i was like sounds a bit like fight club like fight club for meditation people in spirituality or something and I was like, I'm not sure. I don't know. But now you've described it, I was so taken in there. Have you, so have you never experienced something quite like that? Well, I think, 
not directly like that, but I like to think of my relationships and interactions with people kind of like that, right? And that you enjoy the time you've had together. And then when it's over, it's over. Mm. I mean, a lot of communication say, in the bedroom comes mm. from nonverbal. So this is a perfect mm-hmm. way to really yeah. show how that nonverbal communication come, mm-hmm. comes through. Yeah. Because I mean, it kind of, it kind of takes you out of the moment when you have to explain. Yeah. Like yeah. it just really does. Uh, so. Yeah, you're also really able to explore um, different desires that you might have in the bedroom in a more innocent, playful way, because these are strangers. You might not want to sleep with them or have sex with them, but you might be fine, you know, to roll around with them in your joggings. <laughs> As long as they're not t- touching your boobs and your ass, you know, it's yeah. fine and fun. And you get to experience what it's like to have that kind of energy together with someone else, with another human being. Okay. On that note, though, I think I would feel more comfortable pinning a girl down in an animalistic way that I'm like super horny for than like, I don't know, a random man who just like came in off the street. Do you feel... How would I get over that? Or am I interpreting this incorrectly? Well, it depends on what your intention is, again, for the circle. It can be a very sexual thing to invite another man into the circle with you without it being a sexual interaction between both of you, but more like, who's the alpha here, you know? (laughs) Who's the strongest here? Let's see. Or it can also be more of a direction of, can we be brothers? And can we have that brotherly sense of of connection together during display fights and connect through that? What is the relationship generally in there? Does this happen quite often where it's Mm -hmm. this power struggle between men in a circle or is it other sexes as well? Is there some kind of flow with this? No, it's usually a pretty nice mix. And I guess we are pretty open about it from the start that this is not about gaining sexual interactions with each other so it is more about the intimacy the connection if you share brotherly hug with with another guy it's the same type of energy i've been touched my cells are being fed and that's i guess what most people are caring for is that yeah they feel connected to others i i genuinely think this is so beautiful I have five younger sisters. I definitely feel I've missed like that, the brotherly bond. I do kind of struggle in some ways to connect with, with guys, I would say more than girls. And as you're saying this now, I'm being taken back to some like moments, spiritual moments similar to this, where I've had that brotherhood together vibe. Yeah, it's cool. And I just want to ask, tapping more into that animalistic side, have you ever experienced yourself making animal sounds during sex? I've definitely been on the receiving end of animal sounds. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's more of a male thing to do. I don't know why. (laughs) I do kind of make rawr sounds. Oh yeah? And I do it in a playful way, but it's also just to see if they'll respond to it and kind of go back with it and I yeah. do I like doing that because I think it says a lot about someone if they're like that's weird stop doing that yeah. and I just I, I really enjoy it and I think it breaks the ice in a weird way yeah <laughs> I try to do it every time that I'm you know getting into it but uh-huh. I, I feel like this I feel the same way I was just saying it 
if someone's like, hey, do you want to make that sound right now in normal life? It feels a bit odd. But once you get into it, yeah, I can totally be taken back. Like if a girl's like, that, the, like the growl. Yeah. Like I'm going to tear you apart. Yeah, yeah. But in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. And maybe if you ever thought of making love as snakes or something, you know, it's like, Sometimes I, I also offer practices within uh, tantric workshops uh -huh. where we go back to different kind of animals, going as monkeys or as wolves or yeah, snakes or birds or whatever, and really tapping in into all those different animals and seeing what kind of different energy that brings to the playfulness, to the sexual energy, you know? If you see two monkeys having sex, it's completely different than two humans. I'm interested to hear what you think about this, Pina, of a really famous actor. When he was in acting school, they did a, a game where it was, you're a chicken, and the, a nuclear bomb has just gone off, ending the world. It's the end of the world. That was the scene. You're a chicken. And there were 20 of them there. And they were like, go. And then everyone was a chicken running around. And this really famous actor, he just sat on the ground. And then the teacher was like, what are you doing? I'm a chicken. Like, I don't know if the world's just ended. Has anyone ever done anything similar like that? <laughs> 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 I guess you could also say, is there anyone that didn't really get into it that had yes. a harder time getting into it? Definitely, definitely that, yes. When we do this type of practices which are so weird, so funny, so out of the box and so out of the usual, people feel shame, they feel fear. And for many people, these exercises are a step too far, you know? So <laughs> it's definitely something that you need to get like into and that needs to be a bit slowly built up and to be communicated about. I wouldn't advise someone to say, okay, next time you have sex, start to act like a monkey you know <laughs> don't do that maybe it can be interesting to communicate that to your partner to maybe guess which animal i am now and then start like to play around with it from my own experience i can say once it was one of the most intense sexual experiences i had and there was not even genital touch really to it because we just transformed into this animal and the whole a range of emotions, of rage, of survival, of uh, love, of sex, of ravishing each other. That happened within, I don't know, 20 minutes of biting with each other, biting, scratching, licking, <laughs> pushing each other. And that's like so super intense because through those 20 minutes, you really go through life, basically, through all the emotions that you have in life. And that by itself, can feel very orgasmic. <laughs> was this somebody that you had already played with or was this a new partner? This was very new. It was a new friend and we were watching a movie. It was pretty boring. At one point we were in the couch and we started like 
pushing each other a little bit, you know, to make it a bit more interesting. But there was no sexual energy going on between us. And then at one point, I think I pushed him out of the couch and we started laughing and he pulled me off as well. And, you know, at that point, we looked each other in the eyes and it was, I think, silent for a minute. And I guess at that moment, we both took the decision, okay, let's kill each other, but gently, you know, (laughs) in a good way. So yeah, it just happened very naturally. And it didn't feel like there were boundaries, but still everything felt very contained in a way. It was very scary if someone is turning and taking you in a way that it could almost be abusive. But I felt so much trust at that time and so much of that playfulness that I could completely surrender. And at one point when he had me pushed on my back on the floor, I could really feel this feminine energy. Okay, I surrender to your hands now, you know. And that was also a very beautiful moment to connect with that inner femininity of myself. Wow. Fuck. I want to try I, this now. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, I've heard, I've heard of things like this kind of in the ether, you know, as in, like, you can do different sexual things, but I've never, like, heard it described really in detail before. And I feel like you're only really... <coughs> sorry, I feel like you're only really... To scratching the surface, no pun intended. <laughs> but how, what, what, would, what would be the best advice you could give us if we want to find out more about this? Hmm. Well, if you want to definitely explore this type of orgasmic sensations or sexuality that is a bit different, then I would suggest to let go a bit of the attachment to genital stimulation. I can already agree with that because I have had experiences where it has been exploring the different points of my body that weren't related to sex. I have so many zones that I didn't know that I had and I still remember that person and he just wouldn't, I was like, I just want you and he's like, no, he would just touch my ear and I was just like, oh my god, I can't, I can't handle this. It was honestly the best sex I've ever had and it was no sex. And even now, anytime that I try and communicate these things with partners that I've had, they just keep going back to the genitals. And I'm like, stop touching my genitals. Like, I want you to touch my rib cage because it feels good, okay? But you gotta rub it in the right way and you have to care. I want to feel your caring. That's beautiful. Yeah. I feel like you're just turning, you're turning everything I've learned on my head. I know it's harder for men uh, because the goal is the thing for guys, you know, going for this, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. While it's a more feminine approach to, to not have that goal in a way and to just explore for the sake of exploration, which yeah. then comes in again, if you talk about playfulness, it's so connected to that. And if as a man, you want to explore also more feminine orgasms, which are this fulfilling, more full body type of orgasms, then this is the way to do it also as a man, you know, to let go of this goal. Like it's just a radiating of your entire body. Just a warmth. Like like just everything. And a lot of men don't understand it. 
pretty much all of them. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. I'd say just, just, just want to pump away. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't heard you mention pumping really at all. I feel like I've changed so much. I think this is the biggest, this is by far the biggest one. Like, I genuinely don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, everything's a lie. Like, I want to I go outside and just shout at people like, it's all a lie. <laughs> like, but it's true. Like, it is a lie. I feel in a way that the sexual education that we had is so focused on reproducing, yeah. <laughs> on getting babies, and then pumping is the way, you know, that they yeah. teach them right. But if you talk about pleasure, then there's a whole different education that we missed. Because also for men, you know, pumping is not always the only way to pleasure. There's so many roads that you can take. Yeah. Okay, so how, how did you get into this? Well, definitely when I got more into Tantra, that's where I started to learn because you have different ways of perspectives, let's say, of Tantra. And the one that I got taught and the one I was focused on was the non-genital way. So by that, you use definitely more of your energy of the rest of your body. And by that, you learn to, to use breath, uh, movement, sounds, and the intentions, you know, to really get all of that flowing. So look tantra look at tantra like go for courses in that because you won't learn it from books you know you have to kind of experience it you really have to get that body moving flowing that energy going to really experience it and to feel it and that takes practice and I remember, actually, it's funny because you guys are in Bansko, but every time I went to the supermarkets, I practiced Tantra in Bansko because the roads are so shitty. You cannot walk with your phone in your hand because you would trip. So that would be the perfect time for me to practice Tantra. And in that way, for me, it was very conscious breathing, deep in and out inhalations through my mouth, you know, and allowing that without any shame and moving my body also in a different way, moving my hips maybe in a different way that is more sensual, you know, being more conscious about the way how I move my body. And then the intention, my intention would be to raise sexual energy through my body, even though when I'm just walking to the supermarket. And by doing that on very diverse, different moments, you learn to do that more and more and more. So when you are in sexuality, you will start to do it by itself. You know, it will become your second nature to have that deep relief sigh and to breathe deeply and so your orgasms will be more intense already. Very, very interesting. I'm, wow. I'm kind of just also thinking back to like if I've ever run into you in the street and if I've interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. Well, I guess that's like the biggest also misconception about it, about Tantra, yeah. that it's all about bliss and about orgasmic states because Tantra really stands for allowing everything what is. So if, if also during that play fight with that friend, I was allowing the rage, I was allowing, you know, the fear the the sadness the 
everything, you know? And that's what makes that orgasmic sensation so deep because you allow every vessel of your body to be involved and not only the bliss parts, yeah. not only the happy parts. I think a lot of issues with sexuality, it seems like communication is really important that <clears throat> in terms of talking with your partner and communicating with them. But I think there's also in that sense, what I'm trying to get at is that sometimes you, you're suppressing things and you're not communicating, but really by allowing everything, you're, you're not labeling anything as good or bad. You're just letting it all out. And in that you can experience, I don't know, joy, everything. I'm not sure how to end that sentence, but by, by letting it all out, you're kind of free and you can flow and you can, you feel alive. Feel alive. That's the whole thing. Like when you have an orgasm, how does it feel? I feel deeply, deeply alive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the whole point of it. Yeah, beautiful. So beautiful. I really want to come to one of your workshops. Yeah. And I will yeah. at some point, or hopefully you'll make it back to Bansko and we can... We can, go. we can do one here. And then we can talk about it as well. We can talk about it. We can have a live play. <laughs> oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Right? I mean, one day when we can all touch each other again and lick yeah. each other. And I miss licking. So, so he licks me a lot. I lick a lot of people. I really you both like licking. <laughs> <laughs> no, she likes licking and I like <laughs> okay. A lot of people don't like it when I, <laughs> I don't them. really I like it when I've, she licks my face just I've, randomly. I've learned that it's not consent. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's not. I should stop. <laughs> Probably <it>. stop that. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was absolutely incredible to have you on our show. Do you have any final thoughts or anything that you wanted to share um, with us about this topic? Mm-hmm. Well, I I would say one of the best things that I can advise all the time, I try to tell it to as many people as I can, it's about that communication part where you're doing something to someone else, uh, you're giving them pleasure in a way, and many people would ask, or they wouldn't, many people wouldn't ask anything, but when people would ask something, they would ask, am I doing this good? Am I doing this well? You know, do you like it this way? But the much better question is, how can I do it better? Yeah. Uh, or how would you like it differently? And this also sparks this like curiosity and this playfulness again. Because many times when you would just ask, am I doing fine? The other person is going to say, yes, good, okay. Because they don't want to hurt your feelings. But if you already open up with that open question of how can I do things better or differently, this gives a chance to the person who's receiving to ask something pretty random. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've had a conversation like this in a long time where Minel, most of the things you're saying hitting me square in the face and just leaving me like, whoa, that's <laughs> just powerful shit. It's just, I'm, I'm tearing up a bit. You are, he is. I'm genuinely tearing up a you? bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, wow, guys, thank you. <laughs> it, it uh. me like, thank you so much. This has been amazing. I would love to talk to you again. For sure, I definitely want to explore this more. Definitely want to do one of your workshops. 
and yeah just profound thank you for, for sharing this with us yeah i'm very happy to be of service and i think i will return to van now i hear your enthusiasm let's make it there also maybe it's a small retreat or something you know a few days yeah. workshops and yeah. And if, if you or someone else needs more advice on it, I give online coaching as well at this time. So perfect. Yeah, yeah. we'll definitely be sharing that because this has been such a such a good inspiration. Yeah. And we'll link uh, to your page on our page. Thank you so much again. And it's great catching up with you. And for anyone watching, please subscribe. Please comment, please. If you want to come on the show, if you've enjoyed this episode, I recommend you diving into this topic. But if you have something that you would like to talk to us about, that you feel passionate about, we would love to have you. Uh, we want to talk about everything to do with relationships and sex. Dating, friendships, playfulness. Like there's, there's so much that goes so into much. human relationships and we want to talk about it. We want to learn, we want to learn with you and go for it in this crazy sex weird world together. And on that note, <laughs> we will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much again, Minna, and thank you for watching. Bye. Bye.